Hello and welcome to Co-Articulation, the podcast where we explore Baldenwalls University and Playhouse Square's production of Bars. I am one half of your hosting team, Daniel Ruffing. And I'm the other half, Sarah McCord. Together, Dan and I will be interviewing people involved with the production of Bars, which stands for beatboxing, acting, rapping, and singing. And today, we have a very special guest. Today, we will be looking into more behind-the-scenes roles of the production and arguably one of the most important roles for any production to run smoothly. Our guest today is the production stage manager of Bars, Jenna Coffey. Welcome, Jenna. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, glad that you're here. Uh, So I'm going to start us off with a question, Jenna. Could you tell us a little bit about what the stage manager does in general and then maybe what you specifically do for Bars? Yeah, sure. So... It's obviously kind of changed uh, throughout the course of the pandemic, but usually in the typical sense, what a stage manager does is we run rehearsals when the director um, is working with the actors. We make sure that breaks are being called um, and we make sure everything flows smoothly throughout the rehearsal process and into the show. Um, And then we send out a bunch of paperwork, like we always send out daily calls and rehearsal reports to get in communication with the cast and also the production team. And then during the show, um, the production stage manager usually calls the cues, which are lights or sound or any movement that has to happen backstage. And then the assistant stage managers will make sure that all the cast is okay backstage and make sure that everything back there is flowing and if they have to move any uh, set pieces or take care of any props or costumes or anything like that. Um, and then in the sense of bars, it's mainly focused now on collaborating with the artists and Jay, our director, and making sure that everyone kind of knows what's going on. Um, there isn't so much paperwork as a normal sense due to the pandemic because we are on Zoom. Um, but I've been like creating lists like during their time during boot camp, we would do like uh, Jay would have them do something and I would have to send an order in the chat on Zoom or something for them to perform in. And then um, we've actually me and my team, which is Michaela and Ben, uh, we've been making character profiles, which they're going to base off of for the real show. But it's like basically FBI style profiles that the that the cast will like become during the show and that's I think our main thing that we've been working on throughout the process that sounds so fun yeah it's really fun um just just to kind of follow up with that question um and just so that our audience who might not know much about like stage management understands is there typically just one production stage manager per production and then the assistant stage manager or can there be like a different amount or you know is is there like a set amount for these yeah so it's usually on Broadway, it's different, but here at BW, we usually have one production stage manager, which is like, I guess, the main stage manager that's always in constant communication with each other. And then we usually have two assistant stage managers, but in this case, I have one assistant stage manager, and then I have a production assistant who's actually a musical theater major who's earning his credit uh, for backstage experience. Okay, awesome. Thank you. So... What would you say is like the um the the easiest part or like your most enjoyable part of being a stage manager and then on the flip side what would you say is like the hardest part or the most challenging? Um I think the the hardest part is the time commitment. I mean, it's we have to show up extra early to rehearsals 
even like on Zoom, I show I usually show up like 10, 15 minutes early, uh, even if the Zoom room isn't open yet. But um, we always like in the in the traditional sense too. I always go to rehearsal like a half hour, forty five minutes early. I'm also like I need to I need to be there early because I always feel like I'm gonna be late. Um, and then the best part about it, I think, is the connections that I've made, especially here at the school. Like I've met people that I feel like I I wouldn't have met, or like um, I've become friends with a lot of people. And I know that those connections and those friendships will stay throughout me with the stay with me throughout the course of my life. Yeah, absolutely. I think you meet a lot of cool people working um, behind the scenes in theater and also in stage management. You kind of get to communicate with the director and all the actors and kind of all the designers as well. Yeah, I agree. Uh, so I guess if the pandemic wasn't kind of happening at the moment, how would you be doing bars differently? That's such a good question. <laughs> um, I think that we would be doing it on a either like kind of a mix between like a black box and proscenium style stage. Um, not as big as like the one we have here at BW, but I think that these improv shows from what I've seen and what Jay has shown us are more intimate. And I think that we would be doing a very similar thing to what we are going to do in terms of the cast getting assigned um, people from the audience to portray during the show but it would be like they call on somebody in the audience and then they would kind of have to do it that way instead of just being handed a piece of paper with all the information on it before the show starts mm -hmm. so mm -hmm. I think that it would be kind of more interactive in that sense and would the show itself kind of be any different or is it going to be pretty much the same show but delivered virtually I think the the format would be the same. I mean, I think that there would be in the in a live show, I think that there would be more room for like audience participation. Like there's always going to be like people laughing or like someone will be interjecting or they'll see like a reaction from somebody in the audience. Um and I think that in this show, it, it'll be different because it'll be like straightforward, like we don't really get to see that audience interaction. But I think that we hope to kind of portray that within the show. Definitely. And um, just to kind of go back a little bit, and I know that we've talked about, you talked about this in your first answer. How has stage management in general changed as a result of the pandemic? Because I know you've worked on a couple other shows during this time. So you know, is it different for every show or has just like the whole kind of thing changed and like it's kind of ever evolving? Yeah, I think that, I think it really depends on the show. So I did Spring Awakening in the fall and I also got the opportunity to work as the assistant director of photography too. So my job for that focused more on filming, but also um, I also focused on props but it's like for this show, we have no props, we have no costumes. Um, and kind of same thing for, I did the Beck Center show too, which was all virtual. And for that, the actors kind of had to get their own props. They all had to take care of it themselves. They had to find their own costumes and stuff. So I think that the pandemic has kind of changed stage management in the sense of like, we don't have to make as much paperwork necessarily, because we usually make like prop tracking and and like entrance and exit plots for like when people enter um and like what costume they're in um and so i think that kind of 
cut away from that paperwork and I feel like there's not like all the nuts and bolts kind of that we have to worry about as much definitely yeah. and like it's still just as much work though right it's just less like physical kind of elements to the work yes yeah kind of with that you had, you were just mentioning some shows that you had done in the past have you ever done anything like this virtual live improv comedy no I think it's so cool though like because I think the last when we started rehearsal Jay for the first month or so we were doing like boot camp and we just started like diving into the show like the format of the show and stuff and I think it's gonna be really cool but I've never done anything like this before can you explain the boot camp a little bit I'm really interested in that yeah um so basically uh Jay spent a month teaching the cast how to do things like they'd play improv games or they would learn how to do like um a flow switch or something like which is like a style of like your rhyme and how you rhyme words within a rap and then they also started working on musical theater improv and then all while this is happening like the music directors we have three music directors who are all creating music for these games and um improv things and then we've also been doing scenes which are all improv with their FBI style profiles that we made um but and then we had a master class too so that was kind of like the basis of our boot camp yeah that's awesome i think that's going to be really exciting for the show i agree it'll it they put in a lot of work for this show like the cast and I think it'll really pay off. Yeah. How often, I mean, how often are rehearsals? How long are rehearsals? So we have, we rehearse five days out of the week. We have two days off. Um, and then rehearsals have been three hours. They're, they've moved to three and a half hours since we've started rehearsing on the show. And then I think they might get a little longer once we get into like runs and the tech aspect of it. And how, like, what typically goes on in a rehearsal for maybe someone who doesn't know anything about this sort of thing? Like, is it the same every time? Does each, is each rehearsal different? Are you focusing on certain things and just like in the general way it's run? For the boot camp aspect, it was kind of, we always had like a goal. Like if they were working on something, it would be the same. And then we would switch to something else. But so for, I guess the last two weeks, three weeks we've been working on the show and we've been working on the the opening number and we've allowed the four different casts to run that a couple times so that has been the same and then we just finished doing the closing number so most of the rehearsals have been repetitive for the past couple of weeks but now we're kind of getting into the nitty-gritty stuff and kind of seeing how much stuff we could do a night Definitely. And especially since like now we're, we are definitely in the, the short term run of the show. It's less than a month away at the time that we're recording this podcast. So yes. speaking of the show in general, um, how, we were kind of curious about what bars means to you, not just in the name itself, but just in what bars is. Um, I think that this show gives the cast the opportunity to express themselves that they haven't had the opportunity to do so in the past. I mean, everything is everything that we've done in the past is written on a piece of paper for them. Like it's a script. They are this character. They have to say these lines. And for this, it's basically like 
you're given some basic information and we have a basic outline, but it's really up to them to portray this, like these people, how they will. And the fact that they're playing real people too, I think that that could be funny and they can relate to things and they can just express themselves in a way that they haven't done so before. Definitely. And I think that's something, I mean, we've talked about this a lot in all the different classes we've had and just in all of these meetings we've had for bars is that, um, and same with Spring Awakening, which was this virtual production that one thing this pandemic has really helped with is helping people learn new skills like this. And I was kind of curious if, and I know we've talked about a lot of this before previously, but have you learned anything or been challenged in a way because of the pandemic as far as your stage management skills go? I, I'd say that my stage management skills have actually grown from this because I've had to communicate with people more and it hasn't been so face to face, but over Zoom and learning how to use Zoom, I think has been fun for all of us. Um, but other than that, I mean, this show has taught me a lot about improv in general, but I guess for stage management, it's just being more patient and everything takes time. Yeah, I definitely agree. Um, I'm really excited to see bars. Uh, to kind of transition into you personally and your stage management uh, career, um, how did you kind of get interested in stage management? Where where did you learn about it as a potential career track for you? So I actually started off at this school as an arts management major, but a few weeks in, I kind of realized that this wasn't right. So I did a lot of research and I knew about stage management, like it was always in the back of my head, but I never really, I mean, I didn't think about it on a daily basis, but I did a lot of research because I knew what I wanted to do, but I didn't really have the words for it or like the, the title for it. And I, I looked it up and stage management came up and I was like, this is, this is it. And I just had a gut feeling that this is what I wanted to do for the rest of my life. And so I got assigned to the dance concert my it was second semester of freshman year but that was my first show here and then kind of took off after that. Yeah, you've worked on a lot of different shows kind of at a couple different theaters. What have been some of your favorite pieces to work on whether that's like because you love the show so much or you love the people involved, anything like that? Um I think my favorite show that I've done here, I've actually done I had the opportunity to do it three times. It's an original musical called Freedom Summer that two of our alums wrote. Um, I had the opportunity to first do it when it was a reading here. It was my sophomore year, second semester. Um, they did a reading on campus and then they were accepted to the New York Musical Festival that summer. And my summer plans got canceled. And so Charlie, one of the, the writer, he invited me to come with them as their assistant stage manager and then I met the director who would then become the director for the Playhouse Square show and then I so happened to be put on the Playhouse Square show before it was canceled for COVID and it was just like luck and it was that has been my favorite show that I've ever done I think period yeah and it's so cool to like work on a new musical and get to kind of help develop that um I agree I think that's I think that's one of the reasons why I like bars so much too is that it's it's original and it's I mean 
they've obviously done like freestyle love supreme and stuff but like here this has never happened before so i think that it's really cool that this is happening and I'm really glad that I get to be a part of it. Absolutely. Um, just to kind of move in, because we're almost running out of time here, but um, talking more in stage management in general, what advice would you give someone who is interested in stage management or just a theater career in general? I've never been asked that question. <laughs> um, we love asking tough questions <laughs> on co-articulation. <laughs> I appreciate it. Um, I think that to not be scared, like I, I was pretty scared going into my first show and especially the first show that I had such a big leadership role in. Um, and I mean, theater, theater can be scary in terms of like getting jobs and going to grad school and then like stuff like that. But I think that you just got to do it and you got to have your head held high and just to not be scared and just to make all the connections you can and I I wouldn't change it for the world that's what I'll say I think that's really really right and especially when you're talking about connections because that's what you just provided a great example of with Freedom Summer is how like you started you know sophomore year just doing this reading of it and then you moved on to New York Musical Festival and then this show at Playhouse Square that unfortunately was canceled but I think that's just like the name of the game is just these connections can really help you go from just like stage one to stage 100 and that's just really really special so someone who's in like high school or something it might be a really good idea to like just like shadow or reach out to some different universities that might be offering the program and just just be curious and don't be scared about like some of these programs can be intimidating but they always pay off and they're always very very welcoming especially Baldwin Wallace so I think that's really really great advice thank you and now it's time to move into our final questions. Okay, Jenna, we always ask the same people these same four questions to wrap it up. So to start, what is your biggest dream? Um, I really want to work on Saturday Night Live. That is my like one career aspiration. Good one. Yes. Can you talk, can you talk about that a little more? Like what specifically do you want to stage manage Saturday Night Live or? Yes. Okay. Never, never be on the show. Sure. But <laughs> that would be bad. Um, uh, I would, yeah, I would do love to do anything behind the scenes. Like I'd even love to write the cue cards. Like ah, I'll take that job fun. any day. But yeah, that's my, that's my ultimate dream. Yeah. I love that. That's so unique. Thank you. Um, okay, next. What is your favorite and least favorite word? My least favorite is moist. Mm. That's a uh, popular one. <laughs> my favorite... Hmm, I'm staring at a picture of it, but ocean. I'll just say ocean because that's... I love being on the beach and that's a very happy place. Yeah. Okay. What's next for you? Um, <laughs> you're a senior right you're gonna graduate am, soon right i am a senior yes i'll be graduating in may um i did apply to grad school so mm. um waiting to hear back on that but i think i will be moving to new york city um mm. to Yay. pursue some kind of career to get closer to saturday night live exactly but <laughs> yeah i'm hoping i mean either way if i get into grad school i'll be moving to new york but i think i'll be moving to new york anyway um and then hopefully we can return to live theater soon. Definitely. Yeah. Um, would you, just to kind of follow up with some of the stuff we've talked about too, would you recommend New York City as a place where stage managers can thrive, obviously with Broadway, 
and everything. But I don't know. I'm just curious because, you know, sometimes like you can think of Chicago or San Francisco as places. Are those really places where someone interested in stage management might want to go? I think so, especially if you have like the big dream of being on Broadway. And even though like even you, even if you don't, you still have like the opportunities to work in other theaters. But I spent when I was at the, the New York Musical Festival, I spent two weeks there and I was it was so much fun. I got to see I've never seen so many shows in my life while I was there. I think I saw like five Broadway shows when I was there. Um, and even just seeing shows, it's inspirational. And just being in a city that gives you so many different opportunities, regardless of even if you wanted to continue stage managing, like you could get a job at a coffee shop. Like there's so many different opportunities that you can have when you're in New York. Wait, I have one question going off of that. Yeah. What has been your, do you have a favorite live show that you've seen? Oh, um, I think my favorite show is, that I've seen because of like the production is Beetlejuice. Yeah, also, I, such a cool I, one. Yeah, it was the day me and my mom were actually like, we were driving down and we entered the lottery and we found out that we won the lottery for it. And they put us in the second row. And I wow. feel like that like kind of like tied up the experience too. Cause it was like, I can kind of see things moving and like figure out how to do it too. Mm-hmm. So like, that was really yeah. fun, but the, it was so good. Yeah. You probably watch shows a little bit differently as a stage manager. Yes. <laughs> it's a blessing <laughs> and a curse. <laughs> <laughs> So thank you for joining us on the podcast, Jenna. Um, Where can people find you on social media or anywhere if they want to connect with you? Um, I am on Instagram and Twitter. My username is JennaCoffee5. That's about it. (laughs) (laughs) Perfect. Well, we really, really enjoyed you um, coming on the podcast today. If you're interested in purchasing tickets to watch the production of Bars, you can go to playhousesquare.org forward slash events forward slash detail forward slash bars to get your tickets or you can just go to playhousesquare.org and navigate through the events page to find bars. Bars runs April 9th through 11th, and you can get your tickets now. Thank you for joining us.